All right, everyone, welcome to the week 10 predictions. Last week, we actually did pretty well. Um, we didn't get the Cincinnati game. We were a little bit off on that. Uh, we called Cincinnati to win. We just thought, well, their offensive line's not very good. You know, Joe Burrow's getting hit a lot. Uh, we don't know if they're going to cover that seven-point spread. Boy, were we wrong, okay? But who saw Joe Mixon going for five total touchdowns? I mean, come on now. That was ridiculous. He just went absolutely berserk on that team. Uh, aside from that, the only other game that we did not get, even with the points, the only other game that we did not get was the Bills game. We chose the Bills to win. And, of course, Josh Allen has a terrible game. The Jets come out and play like their heads are on fire. And Zach Wilson actually has a game that's not terrible. So, go figure. All of that happens in the same game. You know, you just that's just the way it goes sometimes. And that's why football is tough. So, we ended up going four and two uh, against against the points and everything last week, which is not too bad. We're hoping to do better this week. We got a few games for you, and we're going to start off in Germany. Yes, Germany. It's the uh, first game the NFL has ever had in Germany. We got the Seahawks and the Bucks. The Seahawks are six and three. The Bucks four and five. The Bucks desperately need a win to keep pace with Atlanta. Uh, although Atlanta just lost. So if they can win this game, they'll have really good positioning in their division. Uh, Panthers just kind of beat down on the Atlanta Falcons last night uh, on Thursday Night Football. So I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Now, I understand the Seahawks are traveling just what feels like millions of miles away. All right. But the Seahawks, I think, are either the best pretenders in football history or they're actually pretty good. I don't think they're the best team. I don't think they're going to be competing for a Super Bowl. I don't. I think they'll get knocked out in the playoffs. Maybe in the second round, I think the 12th man will help them win a playoff game um, if they get the right matchup. But I I don't think they're they're Super Bowl contenders. You know, because the reality is I think there's only three or four teams, barring that those three or four teams that are healthy, I think there's only three or four teams that are actually competing for a Super Bowl at this point, in my mind. There's always a surprise team like... The Giants, when they went 7-9 and nine and made that Super Bowl run, um, there's always a team that will come out of the woodwork and kind of win a game, win some games and get hot at the right time. But I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Look, Tampa Bay is getting two and a half points, which means if I just take the Seahawks straight up and they win, like that's a win for me. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. I think Tampa Bay is still struggling offensively. I just don't understand that team at all, man. I, like I don't know what defense is going to show up. You know, their defense is so good the last couple of years, and it's just not been great this year. Uh, They've had sparks, but just nothing great. The next one I was going to choose is the Vikings and Bills, but I don't know what's going on with Josh Allen, so I'm going to stay away from that game because Buffalo's getting three and a half right now. I would take the Vikings in that game, but if Josh Allen plays, I'm taking the Bills. So I don't know, you know, it's not confirmed yet, so I'm not going to touch that game. The next game I will take, though, is... A battle, a battle of the, a battle of the uh, dangerous animals, and that is the lions and the bears. Okay, now the lions. I think the lions are better than their record of two and six. They have a lot of close games, which means they're in almost all of their games, and they just can't seem to pull them out. Okay, they just can't seem to do it. I really want to choose the lions in this game. Okay. The, the point spread right now is Chicago by a field goal. And I'm going to take that. I'm going to take the over, too. I think Chicago can win this game by four or five points. I don't know what the final score will be. 
Um, but what Chicago's doing with Justin Fields right now is really good. And I don't think Detroit's off- offense is going to be that great, even though Chicago has lost two of its best defensive players. I think just putting it on Justin Fields to go do crazy things. And I think it's kind of like what I said last week. Like he's doing kind of Cam Newton's MVP season type stuff right now um, where he's a run first option, but he has a cannon. Like he does. He has a cannon of an arm. He can throw the ball 65 yards in the air down the field. Uh, the problem is, is just like, who's he throwing to? You know, like Chase Claypool is there now, but like, is that really a number one option? I don't know. So I'm going to choose the Bears. I don't know if the Lions can simulate what Justin Fields can do with his legs in practice. So I'm going to take the Bears in that game and I'm going to take points. Next game I'm going to take, look, I know they're super one dimensional offensively. Okay, they are. They have no one to throw to because they're missing a couple of wide receivers. And who knows what their quarterback situation is going to be. I, I don't know who's going to start for them. But the way that they looked against the Chiefs, uh, the Titans have a pretty good team, man. And Vrabel just gets his guys to play well. Look, they don't win every game, obviously. Like, they lost one of the, the Giants at the beginning of the season that they shouldn't have lost. But the reality is they have a they have a pretty good team, and they play hard. And the, the way that I like picking these games is I like picking teams that are in all of their games. Like, they don't get blown out and then blow out a team. They're consistent, and that's what it is. The Titans, look, they might not put up 40 points a game, but they're consistent. Like, they play consistent defense most of the – like, they play consistent defense. And offensively, yeah, they're not the greatest offensive team in the world, but they move the ball up and down the field, and I think they can get it done against the Broncos. The Broncos are struggling offensively. I think they'll start to figure it out by the end of the season, and I think next year they'll be better than this year. Um but the Broncos, the, look, Tennessee's getting a field goal in this game, and I, I'm going to take the over. Uh, I want to say, you know, in, in my mind, Tennessee's going to win this game by a field goal, um, but I don't have the guts to say that they're going to win exactly by a field goal when the line is a field goal. So give me the over on that, um, and uh, give me the Titans in that one. They're playing in Tennessee, too. Like, look, te- playing in Tennessee gives you a three-point spread already. And I think they're a better team than the Broncos. So give me Tennessee. The next one I'm going to take, look, uh, I was going to take the Kansas City Chiefs over the Jags. And I think I might. Uh, maybe I'll come back to this. I got to talk myself into it. They're getting nine and a half points in that one. And I just think, look, they could turn Trevor Lawrence over a lot in that game. But that just feels like one of those games that's kind of a trap game to pick. You know, it's an easy one. You pick the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to go in and just bulldoze the Jags. And, you know, it just feels like a game that's too easy to pick. So I'm going to stay away from that one just for a second. The next one I'm going to take is Miami. Miami's playing in Miami. Everybody in the world knows how hard it is to play in Miami. They're only getting three and a half points against the Browns. I'm going to smash that over. Uh, I, I got Miami by at least 10 points in that game. I don't think the Browns' defense is that great. I think they're okay. I think that they're a team that could be great defensively, but for some reason they're not playing great. Um, so while they have some good defensive players, they're just not playing up to snuff right now. Next game I'm going to take, I mean, these are some easy ones, even with the lines. The Dolphins were only getting three and a half points. Like I, I think that's an easy one. I wanted to take a couple that are like, you know, pick them games. But, uh, you know, I, I think the next one I'm going to take is, look, the Giants are only getting four and a half. 
Like, give me a break, dude. The Giants are playing at home, getting four and a half against the Texans. Brian Dayball is gonna gonna put up, I don't know, 25, 30 points in that game, and I don't know if if uh, Davis Mills can keep track. Uh, I think the Giants win that by seven or more points. So I'm gonna take that game. That's an easy one to pick in my mind. Um, the next one I'm going to pick is this one. This is an upset. I don't know how this is an upset. The Steelers are literally at plus one and a half against the Saints, which means they're not favored against the Saints in Pittsburgh. Look, I know that you have a quarterback problem, but their defense is still good, and the Saints' offense is not good. So I'm going to take the Steelers in that one. I know the Steelers will probably let me down. I'm just going to take the Steelers straight up in that game. I think they'll win that game. No problem in Pittsburgh. And I say no problem. I, I don't mean like they're going to blow them out by 14 points. I don't think Pittsburgh is that good offensively. But I do think that they're going to have control of that game. And it's going to feel like, yeah, this is Pittsburgh's game throughout the entire time. Because I don't think the Saints are going to be able to move the ball that well. Look, they have weapons and they have some offensive pieces. But for some reason, they're just not putting it all together right now. All right, guys. Uh, two more. Two more. Okay. And the next one I'm going to pick. Look, uh uh-huh. With everything that's going on right now, I don't know how you could not pick this game this way. The Vegas Raiders are at home against the Colts that just hired a new coach and coach just Saturday, which, look, I understand that people are, like, making a big deal out of this, but this happens all the time with interim coaches where they're like, look, we're going to hire this guy for the end of the season, and then at the end of the season we'll reevaluate what we're doing and we'll go through the whole hiring process. Everybody's making this huge deal out of it. Like, I get that it's a huge deal because he wasn't on staff. That's the reason it's a big deal because usually you fire the head coach and the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator becomes the head coach, and then everybody kind of just shifts, right? They went completely out of left field. And went with Jeff, Jeff Saturday. So I understand why there's some like controversy there. But like Jeff Saturday knows the game. He knows how to interact with players. He knows that he's going to have to earn their trust. There's, what, eight games left in the season. Like, I think he's going to be okay. Now, does that mean they're going to be any good? No, they have big problems offensively. And I mean big problems. Their defense is good. Yes, I will give everybody that. Their defense is good. And the one strength of the Raiders is their offense. Most of the time, obviously, they get shut down in second halves. They've blown three leads where they had at least a 17-point lead, uh, you know, early on in the game or at halftime, and they've lost all three of those games. So, look, if there's one thing the Raiders do well, it's they, they lose games that they have firmly in their grasps. But I don't know how the Raiders are only getting four and a half points here. They're two and six, and the Colts are three, five, and one. Um, I mean, look... <laughs> I mean, look, how do you not choose the Raiders in this game? Like, if the Colts pull this off, it'll be one of the greatest wins in the last decade. Like, it'll be up there with the Patriots' 28-3 comeback win in the Super Bowl. In my mind. You got a new... Think about this. You got a new coach four days before a game who has never coached in the NFL, who was coaching high school football. You have a play caller on offense who has never played called before. Yes, he has worked in football, but he has never played called before. And you have an offense that is absolutely one of the bottom feeders of the NFL right now. And you're going up against a team that easily puts up 20-plus points a game. Like, your defense can carry you a lot in this league. Just ask the Baltimore Ravens with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed when they won those Super Bowls. All right? Yes, you can do it. But at the same time, you need some offense to help you win some of those games. Again, just ask Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs and Ed Reed when they won those Super Bowls. 
right? You need somebody to, to kind of help you offensively. And I just don't see where it's coming from with the Colts. All right, last game. One more. Let's do one more. All right. One more game. And this one kills me because I don't like picking against this team, but I don't see how they win this game. It is like, you guys know how like matchups, like matchups are a big deal, right? Like it happens in basketball all the time. Like they get to the NBA playoffs or they, they get to March Madness and it's like, this is a bad matchup, even though the bottom seed is the bottom seed. Like it's a bad matchup for the top seed. That's what this is right now. This is a bad matchup game. Okay, you have like one of the best rushing offensive minds in the league going up against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. And it's funny because the team I'm picking is favored, which makes sense. They're playing at home and they're a really good rushing team. But I don't like picking against the other team because I think the other team is actually playoff bound. If, you know, if they can kind of get healthy, which I don't know if they're going to get healthy. They're missing so many people. And that is, I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers to beat the LA Chargers. All right. Uh, look, the Chargers defensively are just so bad against the run. And I could ease. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying this is going to happen. But if Debo Samuel plays and and uh, Christian McCaffrey kind of fits into that system with Debo Samuel, this could be a 21-point game very quickly. Very quickly. The Chargers put everything on the shoulders of Justin Herbert offensively. And the reality is you have so, you have a good running back in Austin Eckler. That's the thing. Like, you don't have to put everything on Justin Herbert, right? I understand that Rashawn Slater's down, so it makes it harder to run the ball. Uh, but you don't have to put everything on Justin Herbert. Like, just mix it up every once in a while. Even if you get a play or two that go for, like, neutral yards, like, or one or two yards, you just got to have the... Like the wherewithal, the threat of, hey, they could run the ball. It's not going to be like, hey, Justin Herbert's going to throw the ball 55 times this game. And that, to me, is going to play right into the hands of the Niners. And so I don't like this matchup at all for the Chargers. I think this is one of those matchups where you look at it and you're like, look, the Chargers could be a team that makes the playoffs, but... I think the Niners are coming for them this week. And look, if the Chargers pull this game off to me, that will be a monumental win for them. Even though the Niners are 4-4, four and four, okay? They've had some injuries. I know everybody's had some injuries. But the Niners are 4-4. Four and four. They're getting 7 at home. I'm going to take the over. Because I don't think... And look, I, if I'm wrong on this, I'm okay with that. Like, I want to see the Chargers win this game. But I don't see how it happens. You have, you have a... Like I said, you have an offense... With Kyle Shanahan, who's got two good top-tier running backs. I know Debo Samuel's a wide receiver, but he, when he's a running back, he's a top-tier running back. So I just don't know how the Chargers pull this one off. So give me the give me the Niners in that game. I hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know your thoughts. I try and take into account the lines. I try and take into account where they're playing and obviously the matchups and how that works. Uh, let me know what you guys agree with or what you disagree with. I'm sure you will. And as always, I will catch you guys next time.